Welcome to this week's show of Fit Identity, and I'm going to go over 10 things that you need to consider as you start to prep for your 2023 fitness plan, your wellness plan. Like, What should you be considering so that you don't get caught with these challenges when you actually begin and start your plan and then be like, oh crap, there's too much pain involved and I want to quit. So today that's what we're going to go over. I'm Mike Karpenko. I'm your host. This is Fit Identity, where we talk everything, think, eat, and move so that you can have the identity that you want. So you can take the visions that you have inside of your head and bring them to life into your own fit identity. Let's jump right into it and knock it out ASAP because I know your time is valuable. So considering 2023, or if you're listening to this later in the year, you're saying to yourself, what should I consider when grabbing a fitness program, a wellness program, a system? What, what, what should I be looking for or should I not? Should I just start? Well, number one, I hope that I can uh, help you through this phase and kind of get you through whatever's in your head to give you less anxiety so that you have less pain. Let's first establish that working out, health plan, plans, they're painful. They are painful, right? They're things that we kind of sort of don't want to do. And usually we start them once we've done something we shouldn't have, like gain some weight, been unhealthy, don't feel well, get a doctor's diagnosis. Anything that could be negative, we will react to it rather than being proactive, which means being healthy in general, if you're not already there and have those patterns, it's going to be a little bit of painful for you because you've got to change the habits and the patterns that you already are. It's the identity that you currently have. You're going to have to leave behind and you're going to have to be like, I'm over, I'm done with it. That's going to cause some pain. So let's talk about breaking those patterns, what we can do to limit that amount of pain with you and make you more successful in choosing a wellness plan for you. The number one thing that I always talk about with anybody on a plan, I don't care what system, whatever it is you're looking for, is to really understand what your goal is. Like, What is it? What is your pain point? What are you trying to achieve? What would make you happy if you achieved it? Not what's everybody else doing? What could be done? What are you FOMO'd on? Maybe that is your goal, FOMO. I don't know, but I think it's really important when you start to choose your plan is to say, what is my goal? My honest goal, the one that I have, not my neighbor, not my best friends, not my friends, my family, no matter where it is, what's your goal? And sometimes that's tough to not tell people, right? Because you're like, I want to share, like, I want to, I want to lose weight. How much weight? Why do you want to lose weight? Is that really your goal or do you want to be stronger, faster? Do you want to have more energy? Do you want to look better? Do you want to feel better? Like really, what is that goal? Because when you start to write that goal out, you started to hear all those things that went along with it. Well, those things all require some sort of plan and some sort of awareness so that you can then achieve what you want to be able to do. If not, you're looking at expectations that you just have not defined yet which means you're probably going to be let down. You're not going to achieve anything because you're like, I just started a fitness plan because that's what everybody else does. Or I started a fitness plan because I wanted to be more fit. Well, what does more fit look like to you? What does healthy look like to you? So I really want you to dive into that and go deep, 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 deep and keep breaking it down because those things that you want 
They may be different across the board and ultimately may require different tools, different systems, different emotions, different vision, clarity, all those types of things are going to be attached to the recipe that you're trying to make up in your wellness plan. All right, number two, budget. Got to kind of make sure that you know how much you are willing to spend. What's it, what's it worth for you? Where are you at in your budget and what can you commit to with your finances? There's no right or wrong in this answer. There's no good or bad in this answer because I know fitness programs that are expensive that are awful. I know fitness programs that are inexpensive that are absolutely incredible. So it all just depends on what your budget is and where you're at because there's going to be a lot of things when making up this recipe of wellness that you may have to pay for. There may be a few things. But ultimately, you want to know what your goal is and how much that goal is going to cost you currently, whether or not it's I got to add stuff, I've got to get new things. And we're going to talk about those things. And that's why I'm using them as pronouns at this stage. But you got to know what you're willing to spend. And that could be what am I willing to spend weekly, daily, monthly? What am I willing to spend financially towards your fitness goal, your wellness goal? So as soon as you understand that, you're able to work within your budget and again, manage your expectations against your budget. There's a budget that works for everybody. So don't think if you don't have a large budget that you can't still achieve your goals. You may just have to do things a little bit differently, be creative, or just be consistent in other areas. Number three, program choice. Not all programs are going to solve all programs problems. I think what we see now in these days is, you know, there's all kinds of different styles of programs. There's very direct, there's personal training, there's group exercise, there's consistency. You know, there are cardio programs, strength programs, hypertrophy programs, power programs that it's endless. But ultimately is understanding and getting with somebody, asking, doing the research and finding What type of program is going to solve the problem that you have? It's going to take a little research. It's going to take a little time. going to be take a little grinding, maybe some messages in some DMs to ask some people that you believe that are experts or people that have experience and have achieved what you want to be able to achieve. But you got to know what kind of program is going to help you achieve the goals that you want, which will end up being, hey, maybe you need a more cardio-based program. Maybe not. Maybe you need more weight-based program. You know, it, it, it's all going to come down to understanding your goal and then executing against it. So we want to make sure that going into whatever wellness plan that you're going to have, that you're choosing the program that aligns with the goal that you have. So please reach out, do what you need to do, but uh, make that happen. And I wouldn't, I really wouldn't put this off as like something like, yeah, I'm just going to do what everybody else is doing. And yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, it should be a fun time. It should be okay. If you have very specific goals, you're going to want to make a very good choice for you. So uh, let's let's leave that at that. Program choice is that you're going to want to do some research and figure out what is the best program for you. Number four is a big one. 
And it's not one that most people are willing to kind of look at ahead of time until they're involved in it. And then they're like, oh, I can't do this. And that's why I always say practice. Practice makes permanent. Practice gets you ready for the game time. Practice helps you understand where you're at. Well, number four is time availability. Like what's the time that you want to be able to put into the goal that you have for your own fit identity? Like what is it? I mean, is it 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, an hour? Is it two workouts a day? Is it, you know, three, five, four, six, seven days a week? Like, what is it that you are willing to put in? And what's that time look like as far as your availability? I might be willing to put in seven days a week, but I don't have that time. I, I just can't do it. It creates more stress in my life. More stress in my life creates more inflammation creates more stress, creates more opportunity of failure. But when I know that I'm able to put in that time availability and what my availability is and I'm okay with it, then ultimately I'm going to be able to be more successful or at least have that ability to be more successful. And what I've seen in the past are people that don't really understand their time availability or go over that with their spouse, their partner, you know, with their own schedules and then find out later that there wasn't a buy-in from anybody at any time. It was just kind of, I'm going to see if this works and if it works, I'm in. Cool. Great. We don't want to do that. We want to create some sort of vision, practice, and understand whether or not we're going to be able to execute on that because that's ultimately what we want to do, right? Like execution over and over, time after time, consistency, and, and build that in. So time is a big one. Number five is nutrition plan. I think that this is one that everyone just goes, oh, nutrition. I don't know what I should do. Keto, keto paleo, uh, everything. Like flex, plant-based, you know. I think a nutrition plan is something number one since it's the most highly painful uh, number. I think it really is. I think the nutrition is, and it's the highest rate of failure at is your nutrition plan is pick something that brings you the least amount of stress, something that you know that you can execute on, something that you know that you can begin to be uh, consistent with. I mean, if you're an advanced person, you probably already know these things, but you also know that, hey, I need to do some research. And again, I need to probably get into some DMs. I need to watch some YouTube videos. I need to figure out who's an expert and who is just an internet sensation promoting a product. I think that's a very big one for you guys to think about is, are they really who they are? Are they doing exactly what you're doing? Or are they promoting a product and doing something else? That's something to watch for. So as you watch your favorite influencers, social media people, you know, uh, experts, are they doing it or are they pitching it? Are they living it or are they doing differently? So keep your eye on that. Six kind of goes along with uh, number two, and that is going to be, which was budget. That's going to be supplements. Are there supplements that you want and or need going into your fitness plan and how quickly can you get them? Will you have them in place before you start? There is nothing more frustrating than to sit back and say, oh man, 
I have my program, I have nutrition, I'm just waiting on my supplements, but I'm, so I'm going to start anyways. So you're kind of mixed matching what you're starting, when you're starting, all kinds of different things are being kind of thrown at you in general. And you're just like, ah, so you want to plan ahead and be like, if those are the supplements that I need, then purchase them. My one hint with supplements will be this. I think they're good. I think they can be used. I think that they add value. I do. I think some supplements are horrible, and I think that others are really good. What I do think is get your nutrition plan right, eat a lot of whole foods, eat well, and then figure out what supplements that you need. I wouldn't try and overcompensate my life for not doing my nutrition plan and hopping into supplements right away so that I could hack or cut a corner get that nutrition plan on point and then everything else kind of falls into place. And I, I really push that is get your nutrition plan done. And that, and that's, that's a Mike Dolce thing. He and I had a conversation once and uh, went back and forth and, and he's always said it. That's where I learned it from. Get your nutrition plan straight. Then we'll talk supplements. And I was like, bingo. You couldn't have said it any better. You know, and it really allows anybody that's working with you or or when you're looking at yourself and looking at what you're doing, you're able to manage things a lot better in your wellness program because you have a foundation. You started with whole foods and then you added supplements. So you know what's going to work and how that they are going to affect you once you put them into play. So make sure that you have your supplements um, ahead of time if you want to be able to get into that. Um, it, and that's it. That's all I got to say on supplements. Number seven is an interesting one, and that is going to be accountability. And I, I hedge my bet on accountability because I've always said that accountability comes from you. It doesn't come from an outside source. A lot of people want to say, well, I need a group. I need a trainer. I need a mentor. I need a coach. I need an accountability partner, buddy, whatever you want to call it. Accountability often comes, the best accountability often comes from knowing that you made an incredible choice to better your identity, to better your life, to better whatever it is that you want. It was your choice. Because in any other situation, what I've learned is this. The minute that I got to become accountable to something or someone else, at some point, I end to resent it. I end up being like, I'm over it. I'm over you. I'm over it. The system sucks. You're an idiot. Stop calling me. Leave me alone. I just resent you. It. Things. Groups. Whatever it may be. But I end up resenting it. But what I never resent is my choice and my word and the excitement that I have towards my own fitness journey. My own, you know, fitness adventure. I heard that the other day. I think that's a really great one. Like, what's your adventure? Choose it. So when you get excited about the adventure that you're going to choose and why you're choosing that adventure, the accountability comes. But on the flip side, if you're somebody who needs that outside source, understand, what are you going to use? Are you going to use an app? And will that app be something you'll fail at because it's too painful? Or is it something really easy and seamless for you to create a habit around using? I'll continuously say this. Humans don't like pain. And the minute they feel pain, they push back into pleasure. If that's a habit, it's going to cause too much pain to you, you will soon leave it and resent it. So consider the group that you're joining, the mentor that you're connecting with, the coach that you have, the, the trainer, 
whoever it may be, how much pain is it really putting on you? And will you be accountable to yourself to show up and use that tool? Because that's what those are. Coaches, groups, apps, uh, trainers, they're tools to be able to be used in your own accountability. They are not your accountability. So whatever your accountability is and whatever it is that you like, I don't judge you. Just note that get those in place ahead of time and start to create conversation. If, if it's anything that's person to person, start to create those conversations early so that you're practicing a habit, practicing interaction, practicing getting feedback so that when you're ready to enter the game time of your wellness program, that you are crushing it and that you're not making mistakes, struggling and trying to figure things out when you start. That was seven. Let's go on to eight. It's a big one. What equipment do you have? What equipment will you need? You know, do you have enough weight? Do you need more weight? Do you don't need weight at all? Your resistance bands. Are you building a wellness program so that you have this ability to progress when needed? Or are you going to be like, oh, I outgrew that band. I need to order a new one. That's going to take me a week. What's a week's worth of your time towards your goal? So if you believe that maybe you need more weight, more resistance bands, the chin-up bar, uh, push-up stands, whatever it may be, step into it now. Just get, a, get them right now. Set yourself up for success. Understand what your budget is. Figure out how that is. And when you understand the, commit, the, the equipment that you need against the goal, figure out whether or not you can purchase it. Do some research and say, hey, what can I do to substitute push-up stands? What can I do to substitute a workout bench that right now doesn't fit into my budget. But do some research ahead of time so that you are in the fast lane when it's game time. Remember, you're practicing to make permanent. Um, Number nine, success. Oh, let's go back. Eight, equipment. You don't have to buy new stuff, guys. If you can find some, there's a lot of benches. There's a lot of things going on in garage sales, Craigslist, on your online places that are local that you can end up picking up any type of equipment to progress your growth. I think that that's big. Understand that, yep, some equipment's going to get banged up, you know, and, and ruined and chipped and dropped in your own journey. So you don't need the best right away. You just need something that's effective that can create your consistency and momentum. And finally, the results that you want, right? Like that's the equipment you need. You don't need the best of the best of the best. Unless... You're advanced, and if you're advanced and you're on this road, then yeah, step up. Get some good stuff. I'm excited. Tag me in it. I want to be able to see the new cool pieces of equipment that you got and how it's helped you. So that's my equipment. Uh, Number nine is kind of an interesting one. Uh, It comes down to managing your expectations. So number nine is success measurement. And what do I mean by that? Understanding what you are going to measure your success by. Whatever that is, will it be weight? Will it be inches? Will it be ability? Will it be the number of workouts you've done? Will it be the number of calories you've burned? Will it be the number of calories you took in or did not take in? 
I don't promote under-eating, so please take in calories. I don't promote overeating, so please don't take in too much. I did a post the other day on my Instagram about enough, right? Like, And I do believe it was in my last podcast too. You want to do enough. You don't want to do too little and you don't want to do too much, especially when it comes to eating. So managing your expectations and understanding what you will consider to be success will help you with your momentum and your consistent consistency going forward. Because if you constantly feel like a failure, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't show up. I'd be like, I'm out. Like, screw that. Like, like it's just not my deal. Like, I, why would I show up to something that I'm consistently failing at and I'm getting nothing back from? I need to have those measurements that I'm going to say, all right, I hit it. And those measurements could be, you know, mile markers, could be achievement place, you know, check-ins, could be whatever it may be. But make sure that you understand what your success measurement is going to be regardless. And again, this is going to go back into, right, your accountability. If you're in a group or whether you're with a coach or mentor, if it's a coach or a mentor or somebody that's going to be one-on-one, discuss with them right up front. Be like, this is what I'm going to, this is the way I view success. These are the mile markers that I would like to hit. Be open to be coachable, but discuss with them because then they're going to be able to coach you through that. If they don't want to coach you through the points of where you feel like you're going to be successful, you're with the wrong person. I will tell you that straight up. Run, just cut it off, find somebody new. Same thing with a group. Group may be a place where you are or it may be a place where people in general are, are being accountable to to other measurements than you are, right? Success measurements. It's like, let's say like, oh yeah, it's about weight loss. And you're like, well, I'm not about weight loss. Or it's about inches loss. And you're like, well, I'm not about inches loss. I'm about how many workouts I can possibly show up for. And be very vocal about that. It might not be the right group, but be very vocal that you're like, hey, you know, I'm not in a place of measurements. You know, I'm weight. I'm in a, you know, I'm in a place of trying to get in 40 workouts. This is workout number two of 40, three of 40, four of 40, you know, and I, and I always try and count up because I want to feel good about myself if that's where I'm at. Like I'm counting, you know, like I've got 25 of 40 done, 26, rather than seeing that number shrink. And psychologically, watching numbers shrink like that is going to be a little more difficult on you feeling successful. So really understand what you want to be able to put down as a success measurement and just make sure you communicate it. I think that's very important. Communicate that to your friends, to your family. Don't be afraid. Don't hold that in because it's yours. Don't worry about being judged because guess what? You're on a mission and you're in a wellness program, a wellness system. You're working on your own fit identity. So unfortunately, people are going to judge you no matter what. It's just part of the game. Understand that as a piece. Uh, And then last, the last thing that uh, I will go over with you guys is the fun factor. You know, wellness programs, they probably have should have some level of fun to it because if it's not fun, people are going to be done. You're going to be like, I'm out. Like, I can't stand this. It's too much of a grind. I'm getting beat up too often, too much, and I'm over it. Now, if you're like me, let me just say this. I find the fun in getting beat up. I find the fun in grinding. I find the fun in being uncomfortable. I find the fun where most people don't find that fun. 
I don't find fun in over-celebrating, jumping up and down, getting all crazy, you know, being motivated, being patted on the back. I don't find that fun. But you could. And if that's where you're at, then understand that that's what you need. And that can go right into your accountability. Oh, the fun factor is we get together once a week. We work out. My fun factor is we all wear the same color. We have the same t-shirt where we have the same logo. You know, it could be anything where you meet like once a week and, you know, you party or you stay after your workouts and you talk, you meet up before you work out. That's the fun factor. The fun factor. We all wear the same clothes when working out. Fun, 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 fun. So whatever your fun factor is, go with it. And if you don't know what your fun factor is yet, try. No one says there's a right or wrong way to have fun. So I would say if you're in a group or somebody gives you an idea, try it. If you don't like it, it ain't fun, right? Like that's the bottom line. If you don't like it, it's not fun. But be open to having, excuse me, be open to having fun. So I think that that's where I would leave all of my 10 and where, you know, like what I would consider as going forward into any wellness program ahead of time so that I have all my expectations laid out so that I understand what I'm working on so that I put myself in a position to have the most success in achieving my own fit identity and taking those visions that I have inside of my head and bringing them to life. Like that's ultimately what fit identity and what you're trying to do here with these 10 and on your own fitness, you know, and wellness journey is take the vision that you have of yourself and that you're having of yourself inside your head and bringing it to life. So it is your identity. So you have evolved. So you are who the inside of your head is thinking of. Hope these help. If you have any others, add them in. Please let me know. I mean, like these are my 10 that that I consider. If you've got 10 more, let me know what they are. Hit me up with a DM. Tag me on any one of these if you are uh, doing them. Um, My social media is at Mike Carpenko everywhere. I'm on everything. But if that is something that I can help you with, ask me a specific question about one of those. If you need help choosing a program, let me know. You know, but... I would take a serious evaluation of all of these at some point. Just write down on a piece of paper. Go through all 10 of these and just be like, this is where I'm at. And then find a way to maybe even create your own system for yourself that has many micro ecosystems involved that you can be accountable to that sets you up for excess. Other than that, guys, I got nothing else Think, eat, and move well. This is Mike Grapenko, Fit Identity. See you next time.